What do you do when you know that you don't belong somewhere, that you're meant to be somewhere different, but life and your circumstances tell you otherwise? But deep down in your bones, you know that you were meant for more. What do you do? Hey everybody, my name is Gil Sandoval. Welcome to another episode of Secondhand Wisdom, the podcast where I share my thoughts, my stories, and the lessons I've learned along the way. I hope they help. So, as many of you know, I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. My earliest memories were from growing up in uh, the projects in Watts. For those of you that know where that is, it is usually the place where they film a lot of these rough ghetto type movies. Think uh, Training Day, for example, with uh, Denzel Washington. I remember growing up, I remember gunshots in the middle of the night. I remember drug deals going down right in front of me. I remember uh, my mother and I running home from like su- like supermarkets and and different places because we wanted to avoid trouble at all costs. Um, there was no such thing as calm where I grew up. You know, all night I would hear people outside fighting and drinking and 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 things breaking. I remember helicopters flying above us all the time. Um, I have this image of like boarded up windows, you know, um, uh, chaining your car battery to your car so it wouldn't get stolen for the 13th time, um, laying down mattresses on the floor away from the windows so that they wouldn't be too close in case, you know, stray bullets, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You get the picture. So my parents worked and saved every single penny they could to get us out of there. They saved up enough money to get us out of the projects, and they bought their first house in South Central Los Angeles, 46th and Broadway. This is the house where I I grew up most of my childhood. I was about seven years old, I think. I'm not entirely sure, but around there when we moved to this house. It was definitely a step up, but it was still rough. Um, This is the place where I would get beat up multiple times throughout my my childhood, uh, where I got my... um, my shoes stolen multiple times where I got, you know, <clears throat> just jumped a few times. Uh, there was a legit crack house in front of our house that would eventually, a couple of years down the road, burn down right in front of us. Um, again, definitely a step up, but still not the best. Um, it's really surreal when I start to think about it, really. Um, I just can't imagine what that would be like for a parent. Um, but my parents worked and saved and continued to work and work and save and save. I remember asking my dad one time for Burger King because I saw all my friends, they would go to Burger King, you know, and that's what they did for dinner. And I remember every single time I asked, I already knew what the answer was going to be, but I asked every single time because I wanted to try because I, you know, we had Burger King once a year, you know, and all my friends had it every other, every other day for dinner, you know, and it was just this like luxurious thing. Now, if you're listening to this, you probably eat Burger King a lot or you have eaten Burger King a lot. It's not a luxurious thing for us at the time. It was a a luxurious thing. My dad would say, listen, we have money. We do have money. We could buy Burger King for dinner, but we're not going to because we are saving money to buy a new house in a safer neighborhood. At the time, I didn't agree with how this was going down because I was a dumb kid and I didn't know anything, but I did understand 
And I knew the mission. I always knew the mission. He made sure that I knew the mission. The mission was for us to have a better life, a safer life, to buy a new house outside of South Central Los Angeles. I was about 15 or 16 you know, uh, we used to help this this church in Santana, California. That's Orange County. And whenever you said Orange County, immediately, you know, growing up, what you thought of was that's where the white people live. You know, <laughs> um, there's a lot of Hispanic people in San, Santa Ana, California. But at the time, that's what the image was in my in in our brain. Um, I loved it because after church. On our way back home, we would go and stop at In-N-Out. So Santa Ana was an hour away from where we lived and an hour there and an hour back. And the In-N-Out that we stopped in every night was halfway. You can see the theme here. Everything revolves around food for me or hamburgers. I loved going to this In-N-Out after church. Um, it was our family dinner. We would eat dinner really late. Church, Hispanic church is really long. So I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Hispanic church, but it's it's typically pretty long. So I was starving by the time this was over. And we would stop at this in and out. And it was in a city called La Mirada. And one day, as we're sitting there, he gathers all of us at the table, at the in and out dinner table. <laughs> and he, he talks to us and he says, you know what? This is where we're going to move. La Mirada. It's nice here. It's safe here. This is what we're working for. This is where we're going to move. So they decided to they decided to take all the savings that they had at that at that time, and they they decided to put their current house, our current house, up for sale, and take a chance. The problem was the house we were currently living in was in a horrible neighborhood. Again, not as bad as where we came from, but also not great. Remember that crack house that burned down? Well, we called 911 all day when that house was burning down, hoping that hopefully the houses next door wouldn't catch on fire because, you know, we had friends in those houses or we knew those people or, or you know, we just don't want people's houses to go up on fi- in fire. That's just crazy. Um, but nobody came. <clears throat> I think it took an entire whole day for the fire department to show up there. Um, so it was wasn't the best neighborhood. So they wanted to put their house up for sale. They called a real estate agent and said, Hey, we want to, we want to list our house. The real estate agent immediately told our parents that the house wouldn't sell. It was, the neighborhood was, was awful. Um, um, there was, you know, the house was old. There was too much wrong with the house, et cetera, et cetera. And again, my parents being the kind of people that they are would not accept that. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to fix. But don't tell me that it can't be done. Because I know that that's not true. We weren't meant to stay here. And this is not where our story will end. My dad, if you've ever met him, he could be very persistent. He finally persuaded this agent to list a house, to take a chance. And what the agent did was gave my dad a list of everything he had to do in order to fix this house. The list was long. It was it was not easy. The house needed a new roof. It needed a new kitchen. It needed paint, new flooring. God knows what else. I don't even know. Having little to no money, my parents, remember, pre-YouTube, pre-Google, had to figure out how to change the roof themselves. Had to figure out how to put in a new kitchen themselves. 
being a homeowner now just baffles my mind that they were able to do this, but they did. Again, pre-YouTube. Okay, let me just just think about that for a second. We, as a family, tore down walls. We 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 lugged in tools. We 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 tore up floors. Um, we painted. It was awful. I hated every minute of it. The only part that I enjoyed was when we worked a lot during the day. Usually on the weekends, we would get pizza afterward. We would get. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember what that pizza place was called. I think it was like LA Pizza, which they had like a massive, like gigantic pizza. I think it was called El Gigante. And um, I loved getting pizza from that place. It took an entire year. My parents changed the roof as a family. We tore down all the walls, put up new walls, drywall, painted all of it, new carpet, all of it, everything on that list. The house went up for sale and it sold. My parents had every right to complain, every opportunity to complain. And who knows, maybe they did to each other in private, I don't know, but I never once heard them complain. Believe it or not, I never one time heard them complain. They never accepted their circumstances. This is the kind of epicness that I grew up with. So when people ask me why I do so much, or why we go after so much, or why do we want so much, I laugh inside. And not in a, not in a jerk, pompous way. I laugh because if they only knew where I came from. If they knew what my parents had to do to get to where we are today, they wouldn't be asking me these questions. I will not let my family's sacrifice be for nothing. I know that if I do, that will be my single greatest regret. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about things. I'm talking about the faith and the unrelenting desire to dream and to make those dreams come true. The search for better. But no matter what we did, and I may not have agreed with his no Burger King approach. I may not have agreed with buying the cheap cereal all the time because I wanted Rice Krispies or not buying the shoes that I wanted because all my friends had the Jordans and I didn't have the Jordans and I wanted the Jordans, etc, etc. I may not have agreed with all of that, but I knew why we were doing it. I understood. Why? Because he communicated the mission to me. He communicated what the vision for our family was. I knew what the mission was. I knew what the vision for our family was, and therefore, there was no room for complaining or self-pity. My parents, leading by example, never complained. Complaining wasn't going to get us closer to the new house. It wasn't going to get us closer to a safer life. Therefore, there was no place in our home. There was no place in our lives for complaining. We may not have always agreed, but we understood, because the mission and the vision for our family was always clearly communicated to us. And it was something that was good. It was something that we could all get behind, even as kids. So no matter where I've been and no matter where I go, I know what my mission is. I know what I'm fighting for. 
and it's a fight worth fighting because all good dreams are worth fighting for. And when you know where you're going, when you know your mission and you know your vision, the things that you go through are things that you need to overcome. There are things that are meant to grow you, not things that are meant to bring you down. But the choice is yours. And the next time you feel that something is impossible or someone is telling you that you can't do something, because there will always be someone and there will always be something. But remember these words, I am not meant to stay here. This is not where my story ends. I hope this helps. If it does, please rate this podcast, comment, share it with a friend. It would mean the world to me. These are my stories. These are my thoughts. These are my life lessons. Until next time.